Hey. Hey, what is up? How are you? Good. What's up with you? I'm good. How about you? Doing New Year. You too as well. I'm just relaxing at home. Just finished working out not too long ago, so. Yeah. Okay. Sounds yes. good. <laughs> so how's everything with you? Uh, it's been good. Been very busy. Well, that's why I kind of stopped live because I didn't have so much time anymore. So I just really wanted to like fully focus on creating content. You know, just got my YouTube channel out, and then yeah, just focusing on that mainly. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that you're progressing with everything that you're doing in your life right now. Yeah. How about you? Oh man. So just been busy working, fatherhood, um, doing my podcast episodes, and I dropped merch for the podcast recently, and I got my website up for it too. So, awesome. Yes, yes, I've been very busy myself. So usually, like, where would you do your podcast? Like on here or or just yeah. Yeah, okay. I do do it on here, and then I transfer after I'm done. I transfer it to my Spotify, and then it goes to Apple, and then everywhere else. Okay, that's interesting. Yes. <laughs> so okay. I just want to say thank you for accepting my invite to come on the podcast. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. I really like doing these podcasts because you know, whenever we do podcasts, it makes me reflect a lot on myself. And I think it's a good way to, you know, connect with other people as well as being self-aware. I totally agree. Totally. I love these kind of podcasts. <laughs> so don't worry. You can be open and free on this one. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. So your first topic is what made you want to be an influencer? Okay. Well, that's actually a very tricky question. I didn't know that I wanted to be an influencer, you know. I mean, we never really grew up saying, oh, I want to be an influencer. But I've always liked creating content. and But I never realized that I like creating content, you know what I mean? But, like, whenever I was at work back in the office when I was still doing my marketing job, well, I was always looking at content that other people created. And then my coworker who was sitting next to me, she would always say, V, why are you always looking at uh, other people's content? Why don't you create content yourself since you like looking at it so much? And I never really thought of it like that, you know? Right. Uh, until um, my job was kind of like um, not going like on the way that I, it was supposed to. And then I really wanted. And that was when it really came up to me. It's like, okay, I, I do have um, appearance wise, you know, okay, I, I can speak English, I can speak French, I can speak Vietnamese, I can connect with a lot of audience as well as I have like an eye for, you know, everything that's uh, nice and cute and pretty, you know, for girls. I like right. fashion, I like beauty, I like makeup. So, okay, why don't I be, you know, uh, why don't I just um, build my social media platforms up, you know, just to do it. So yeah, that's that's really how it kind of became like what I'm doing now. It never was like, oh, I want to be an influencer and I worked for that goal. But it kind of came to me because of the situations that I was in. It makes yeah. total sense. Total sense. Sometimes you got to make adjustments on the fly in your life to get to where you're trying to get to in life. 
Yeah, exactly. And I'm so totally happy with what it became because this is literally my dream job right now. I've realized that because even when I was little, I still have like old YouTube videos that I did, you know, when I was little. Okay. And also, uh, I my dream was to create a fashion business, so was to be in fashion as well. And now, you know, w- when I was little, I wanted to do that. I did that. I even created a YouTube channel when I was like 10, 11, but it never really got anywhere because I never was really motivated to do anything about it. You know, like fast forward to now, like I'm looking back and I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm doing exactly what I was wanting to do when I was like 12 or 13, you know, so yeah. that's just to me and now i'm i'm about to actually uh, open my own fashion business very soon what's up so i'm um, like i said earlier i'm glad you're progressing towards where you want to be in life and what you want to do most importantly because nobody wants to do something the rest of their life they're not happy with so yeah of course honestly yeah. it just happens very smoothly not smoothly i worked hard for it to be honest you know during we had four months of lockdown here in vietnam the past year and we couldn't go anywhere and i really used that time during lockdown to really like concentrate on building my social media and it worked you know i i grew my tiktok channel now i'm a, a couple of hundred thousand followers and I, i've got a platform and it's, it's amazing exactly you never know when god's gonna send blessings your way yeah and funny thing is, like, before the lockdown happened, you know, I asked God for a sign. And I'm like, damn, I really want to do this. But, like, I don't know. Like, there's not much time. Because, you know, when the city is, like, in pace and Saigon, where I'm living, is a very fast-paced city. It's kind of like New York in a way, but okay. in Vietnam. And the, the, the life, the way of life is very fast-paced because it's a developing country. It's nonstop. And I felt, like, the pressure of being left behind you know, when I was doing what I was doing, because I felt like everybody was working towards their goal very fast. And me, I'm just like, it's not developing, it's not going anywhere. And then I asked God for a sign, like, okay, really, just give me a sign that this is really for me. Give me the time that I need to build what I need to do. And at the time, I was still in my office job. So that's why I asked him for a sign to give me time. Because doing the office job that I had, it was a nine to five. And Coming back from the 9 to 5 after the 5 p.m., you are super tired. You cannot do anything. Your mind is just super tired from the office job, you know? Right. So at the time, I asked God for a sign. And then, like, the next day, Vietnam was on lockdown. Four months lockdown, straight lockdown. I couldn't go to the office. Um, You know, I was just staying home, doing nothing. And then that was my sign. That's it. God God sat you right down. I was like, look, if you want to do sign, go for it now. Mm-hmm. So I did that and I did go for it. I know during those four months at home doing nothing and being locked in my house, I really built my social media channels up from zero to 200,000 followers now. Nice. You'll be at a mill before you mow it. Watch. Yeah, that's my goal. Definitely. You'll reach it. As long as you keep doing what you're doing, you'll definitely reach it. Yeah. Hopefully. So, <laughs> no, that's no hope because you. God sees the hard work you're putting in. So yeah. the more you keep going, the more blessings are going to come your way. Mm-hmm. So your next topic is talk about your life growing up in Vietnam. Okay. Well, my life didn't, I didn't grow up in Vietnam. That's the thing. I was born okay. in France and I lived in France for, I think, two to three years. So at three years old, I moved to America and that's where I got my English. 
And during those times in America, you know, my mom would always be uh, working multiple jobs at a time because she was a single mother. I wasn't living with my dad. They separated when I was very small. So uh, my mom was handling multiple jobs in America and America had the opportunity, you know, it was easy to make money there. So it was just me and her and then I would be send me to, you know, babysitters and um, um, to just keep me because there was nobody at home to take care of me if she was at work. So she would do that. And then I grew up in America. I moved around a lot. I, I think just in America alone, I transferred to like 12 different schools. Wow. In in several states. I was in California. Well, I was mostly in California. And then I also moved to Hawaii for a little bit. And uh, yeah, I think um, it really helped me with my lifestyle and like with my knowledge. Because now looking back, I think that was more of of um, of a luck, you know, something oh you didn't grow up in one place you don't have that friends since you grew up with and you just moved around a lot but i view that as like something positive that happened to me because it really opens my eyes and it really gives me a more of a deep profound outlook on life and like i really know how people are in each country you know because i've lived there and it it's the same for france it's like around for nine to ten years in america then i moved back to france and i lived there for five years and and five years ago i'm i'm in vietnam now so yeah i was kind of like everywhere and i think it really shaped my you know my mind and my thoughts and my knowledge because of all that movement so, yeah. I totally agree totally you got to learn about a lot of different cultures along the way too mm -hmm. definitely so if you had to choose where to live now, which one would be? Somewhere with a beach. So I was actually thinking of Australia because one, it's actually very near to Vietnam. So if I ever do move there, I'd still be close to, you know, my family, my friends that I know here. And I don't know, Australia, I've been to Sydney and I really love it. You know, the vibe there, it's just, it's like the city and then the beach, it's on an island and I really like it there. Nice, nice. Yeah. I'm sure you'll get to go back there sooner than you think. I know after the whole pandemic thing calms down and all that stuff, so. Yeah. Definitely. So your next topic is, have you ever experienced heartbreak? And if so, how did you get over it? Well, okay. So this is an interesting topic because um, I think the root of all my success now was from that heartbreak and this heartbreak um happened in 2020 um wait actually wait what year are we in 2022 oh, okay yeah so it happened in 2020 it was summer 2020 i broke up with my boyfriend of two years and after that breakup i just realized that i was such like i was in such a toxic relationship and i didn't even realize that it was toxic uh, until we broke up, you know, and it just it shattered me because the way that we broke up was really messy. It was just super messy. It was just a lot of um, crying, a lot of like bad words, a lot of cussing, you know, and we actually lived together for three months and it didn't work out because we lived together and we kind of knew each other more personally on a different level and it wasn't just for us so we broke it off but it was a very toxic breakup it wasn't just like mutual breakup you know what i mean it was just yeah. out of jealousy out of toxicity 
out of all the cries and yelling and then I had enough you know even my mom she was the one who told me that I can definitely find better than this so I listened to her I moved back to her house and my ex uh, was you know um, I can tell that he was also heartbreaking but he was very he was very toxic he was very negative he after the breakup he would call me names you know and I was surprised I'm like wow I was with this kind of person and um that just shattered me you know like that heartbreak i think was one of like the milestones of my life that made me realize so many things but you know when they say um pain is disguised as a blessing yeah um, i think that's totally true because through that breakup i really found myself to god and it was at that time where i had this you know this aha moments it was like a switch. It was like my mindset just completely changed. I felt closer to God than I ever did. Like I, I actually could feel him, you know, I could feel there was this force inside of me. And it was so weird. It was just like, I even remember the night that I felt it. It was, I was just laying on my bed, just thinking about life. And then it just switched. And from that moment on, I just realized that I just really had to focus more on myself and by focusing more on myself, I would definitely attract better things into my life, you know? So it was really from that heartbreak that really changed my perspective on everything. And it really built me up to the success that I have today, which I'm so grateful for, you know? Exactly. I always tell people, God will help you through any situation. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So... Do you think the downfall of the situation was because you guys moved in or you think it was before moving in together? It was before. It was like, it was, you know, when you're with somebody toxic and that you're so in love with them, you don't really realize all the toxic things that they do to you. You right. think it's normal. You think it's a, okay. It's one of his bad traits. I can accept it, you know, but it compounds. You know, once you accept something bad, it just keeps compounding and compounding during the relationship. And then it just piles up. And then moving in was just really like a switching factor to like making it worse, you know, making all the things that were compounding even worse. The situation was even like intensified. So I think that's it's not the moving. In. It was before moving in. It was just a relationship in general. Definitely. Yeah, I know with every relationship, you do go through your ups and downs and you try to work things out to the best of your ability to the point you can't do nothing else to fix it, but move on. Yeah. So I'm just glad you were able to get closer to God because that's very important and you're moving on to a better point in your life. Definitely. I'm so glad too, you know. So much yes. better now. I know your mom's happy too. Yeah, she definitely is. She was when I was with my um, ex-boyfriend at the time. But now she's, yeah. uh, you know, I'm with somebody new and he's great. Honestly, he supports me in everything I do. It's super great. Um, and um, she's happy for me, you know. I met somebody good, really good to me. And uh, like, you know, when you're in this new relationship, you can't help but compare your old relationship. And it's so different. Like, it's like a whole different level of like vulnerability. And then you can be completely vulnerable with the person and, you know, not be afraid of how they think of you. Whether my old relationship, I, I kind of realized like, can you believe that I've never had a vulnerable moment with my ex-boyfriend? Like we never really sat down and talked about ourselves and really showed our vulnerabilities, 
you know, it was just always on the surface of things. Yeah, because you're not able to open up to your partner. That will definitely put a major roadblock in the growth of the relationship. Yeah, definitely. So that's why I thought that's why it's like so surprising to me. Like, I'm like, wow, this is like I've never had this kind of relationship before. And I'm surprised that I haven't. But, you know, I think the root of this was, you know, when they say when you grow up without a father figure, you tend to look for what you didn't have in your partner. And right. I think that really explains why I didn't realize the toxicity of my ex-boyfriend at the time, because, you know, I, I didn't grow up with a, a father. So that really affected on my way of viewing the relationship of knowing what I needed to I needed from a man, you know? Yes. Yeah. Affected me. Yeah, because I know most um, girls growing up that do have fathers, they do tend to fall for men that have the characteristics of their dad. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But I'm happy you're in a like a better relationship. As they always say, you got to go through the good, the bad shit to get to the good side of things. Exactly. So exactly. And then it's crazy as time pass on the person you left realizes then like damn i messed up i had a good person in front of me didn't even see it yeah and i definitely think he did think that because you know after even breaking up he was reaching out and he was telling me all those things but you know it's too late exactly like when you have something good in front of you you gotta hold on to it and no matter what the issues is you you should be able to talk it out you should be able to express your thoughts and feelings to each other mm-hmm but some people have that that issue, have that trouble doing that. So, so the next topic is: At what point in your life did you realize you were becoming the woman that you always wanted to be? I think it was really through my work. So definitely through my work, I was realizing that I was actually finding a light, finally aligning myself with my purpose. You know, because everything that I do now in terms of work-wise, it's aligning with my, you know, true core value, my purpose, and it's my passion, because I don't even view it as work anymore, whether when I was in the office back in my nine to five, I was, I would always view that as work, I would never really commit to it fully, but I thought that was the dream, you know, I thought the dream was to, you know, climb the corporate ladder and just really work in the marketing field, you know, because I graduated in the marketing field and I thought that was a dream. But then after that, when I was starting to really work for myself, that's when I realized that being in the marketing office wasn't me being the woman that I wanted to be. Me, the woman that I wanted to be was always the woman that would work for myself in the best ways possible, you know, in and living my passion. And I, that's why I told you, like, when I was um, in the marketing office, I didn't even realize that my passion was content creating. Although I was looking at content nonstop every single day, I would just scroll through my phone every single day and just look at content without knowing that's actually what I want to do, you know? So, yeah, right. I, I think, like, um, it, it really made me realize the woman that I wanted to be was through my work of being a content creator. And it it feels good to be able to inspire people and to share my life and then make that lifestyle something that people can be motivated from you know that just really makes me happy i believe it it's always good to be able to uplift others especially when they're in a uh bad 
uh, spot in their lives and they're trying to figure out what they want to do next. So yeah, definitely. That's awesome. So your next topic is what does your mother mean to you and why? My mother. Yep. I would say, I would just say simple in a word. My mother means everything. And I think everything that I do, I really do it in the core, the simple core, how do you say it? The core is her. You know, she, I feel like the things that I'm doing is a way of me repaying her for what she's done for me when I was a child up to growing up, you know? Yeah. I want to give her the life of freedom. I want to give her the life that, you know, a very luxurious, very abundant, abundant lifestyle. And yeah, I think that's, that's what you can tell. I mean, that's how I can tell you what she means for me is everything I do, I do for her. That's awesome. I think as we all want to, for our parents when we're younger, you get older, you want to spoil your parents and give them the best life possible because they did it the same for you. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. So I know she appreciates and loves you a lot. So. Mm-hmm. so your next topic is what got you into health and fitness? What got me into health and fitness? Yep. Hmm. Well, the first was I wanted a really nice body. That was the first reason of all. And I think even now, um, it still is the same. I I want a nice body. I want to be healthy. And also, it it turns out that I also want to be healthy to be able to do the things that I'm doing now career-wise. And... They say health is everything, you know, without health, you won't be able to do anything. And that's why it's one of my priorities, not only to keep myself in shape and form, but also to be healthy, um, to be able to do things that I would do for the future, you know, building up for the future. Exactly. And a lot of people don't think like that. Everybody lives in the past or the now. Like You got to think about your future, too, because you don't have a plan going to your future. Then what after that? Exactly. So that's why I really want to focus on my health. You know, also being an influencer, you really got to keep up your shape, your form to just really make people motivated, right? Right. Exactly. Because you got people looking up at you now, you're, their motivation and everything. They're like, well, if she can do this, that, and the third, I can do the same thing. Exactly. And it really makes me feel good that I can be able to do that because I actually get text messages from a lot of girls, you know, around the world. And they're like, damn, your stories, you know, my workout stories that I post every morning uh, really motivate me. Like, I feel like I'm not doing enough. I'm always making excuses. But when they motivate me to do something. And for me, that just makes me feel really happy and very content because what I'm doing is right. You know, exactly. You're doing something right. You're heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. It really does influence people to do something better, you know? Exactly. Who doesn't want to wake up motivated in the morning? Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people try to search on the daily what motivates them, whether they got to go to work or be parenthood. They try to find different ways to motivate them to accomplish what they want to do the day-to-day operations. So. Yeah. It definitely can be a challenge. So my next topic is 
what would you say to your younger self now? What advice? Hmm, what would I say to my younger self? That's actually a really good question that I never really thought about. But mm -hmm. I would say that I always say something to myself every single day right now, even right now, is that don't judge the moment. Um, even when you think that everything is going bad, you never know what might happen tomorrow, the next day, or in a month, in a year, because a year is a lot of time. And when I was little, whenever something bad happened to me, I would always be like really depressed because I think that's going to be my future. You know, something bad happens to me today. That's going to be my tomorrow. But I just want to say to myself that it's not even if you feel something today, it doesn't mean that tomorrow you're going to feel the same way and anything can change at any possible moment. So, yeah. Very true. You always got to be positive at all times, even when you're going through bad things. You got to always look at the bright side of it because it's always the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. But also, it's okay to be negative at times because that's life. It's a bunch of ups and downs. Without the downs, you won't know ups, right? Right. It's a, a roller coaster, as they say. It's a roller coaster. Definitely. So your next topic is besides going through the breakup with your ex, have you ever went through anything else involving depression? And if so, how did you make it through that time period? So um, apart from that, I would say that there's, you know, there's different types of depression for everybody and everybody goes through different things. But um, I would say apart from that breakup, I also went through something recently with my work and it was a, just you know when you reach to a point of um i don't know if you've ever heard but when you reach a point of success where you visualize this success and then you got it it feels kind of empty when you did have it you know it wasn't even right. so which made me realize that it wasn't even about what i wanted to achieve it was about the process of getting there and when i did achieve that i felt very empty and then i'm like now what so i'm putting myself in another discomfort zone you know, because once you've achieved that, you have to go higher and you're growing. So when I was in that period in my career, I was empty. I was feeling unmotivated and very uncreative. I wasn't creative at all during that week of depression. I was like, wow, um, I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know what to do with my life. Like, okay, I've, I've and me i was i was really like crying myself to sleep i was like damn like i don't get this i don't get what this is like what is wrong with me why am i feeling so negative and why am i having so many doubts when i've reached to the point that i've always dreamed of like just this past year so yeah i think that was a major moment uh not major but it was very depressive and negative um but even when i was that negative i was still aware that this was just a moment and it's going to pass, you know, I would need, this is just a challenge that I need to overcome. And it's not like a fallback or it's not failure. It's just a challenge that I have to overcome. And I did, and I'm feeling greater than ever, you know, after that, you know, not yeah. Here. Mm -hmm. yeah, cause God will not put any burden on your shoulders that you can't handle. So yeah, definitely. So my last question, what is the biggest lesson your mom has taught you throughout your life? Hmm. The biggest lesson 
Yeah, and like what knowledge and advice has she given you throughout your life you feel like is the biggest that has helped you grow? I can't really name one, but I guess she's taught me a lot throughout the years so much that I don't even know where to start. Okay. I would definitely say um, she hasn't straightly told me this, but I've learned it from her and her personality traits. And it's uh, being fearless, you know, being the woman, even if you're a woman you, and alone and when you have nobody by your side, you are still able to achieve anything you want if you really want it and that was her you know she came from nothing she built her way up having a daughter to take care of by herself and she still could make the things that she made today to be able to even fully support me on my stuff you know so i think that's fearlessness uh, perseverance consistency i think that's what i've learned from her that's awesome those are definitely uh tools you that any yeah. child can use to help them grow into the person they want to be. So that's awesome. Yeah. And definitely so, confidence as well. She's very confident. So you would definitely say you're definitely like your mother. <laughs> um, we are different in many ways, but those are the traits that I really appreciate and really I can learn from, you know, but we're different. We're very different. Got you, got you. But at the core, the more, the most important things you have the same thought process. So, yeah, definitely. That's awesome, man. That's that's good that you're close with your mom. Definitely. So, at this point in the pod, this is when I turn it over to my guest, and you can ask me any question that you want. Hello? Hello? Yes, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, yeah, I was saying at this point in the pod, this is when you can ask me any question you want. Okay, I didn't hear that, sorry. No um, worries. Hmm. Okay. So, um, I'm going to be asking the same question, you know, like, um, Throughout your life, like, was there any turning point that made you be more aware of, um, you know, you're very into, I think you're very spiritual, I, I guess I can see that, and very about, like, mental health and all that. So yes. what really made you be aware of all of those? You know, was there a turning point in your life where you had a switch like I did, or was it just, was it always in you since you were young? Um, I think it was as I got older, it started... I started to become in tune with myself because like you, I went through heartbreak as well in a relationship. I was with somebody for a long time. We had our ups and downs. They ended up cheating on me. Um, so after this, this was like five years ago. So after the, for the first couple years of not being a guy, I did go through a little depression. So mm -hmm. my mom and my best friend, they helped me get to the other side of that situation and I feel like I'm in a better place now and I found knows my worth more because I didn't know my worth but now I really know my self-worth and I feel like I know my purpose in life too so yeah. okay well, yes definitely yeah I think it really does come down to self-worth as well you know when you know your worth then you definitely attract better in your life and what's really worth your time and energy. 
Definitely. I like positive vibes around me. I don't like negativity. (laughs) You can actually feel the negativity, you know, when it's around you. Like somebody with a negative vibe, like it's contagious, you know? Definitely. It's like, no, I got to go this way. (laughs) I feel the same way. It's like, you're not doing me any good. Just stay over there. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So, So have you still been doing live? Um, no, it's been a while, man. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, man. I don't got the passion to do that anymore. Like like you, I'm more I'm more focused on things outside of my life, like this pod, the merch and everything else. So okay. I'm very busy, man, doing this. So what what is the name of the podcast and what website? Um, so the name of the podcast is Dez Experience D E Z and then Experience. And it's available on Spotify, Apple, and other platforms as well, too. And then the name of the website is also deadsexperience.wordpress.com. Okay, .wordpress.com. Yes. Interesting, okay. So, like I said earlier, I'm selling merch, too. Um, I start this past Christmas, I announced dropping merch. A couple of people bought some hoodies. They're custom-made hoodies with the name of my podcast and all my contacts on the back of the hoodie. So. Okay, okay. Yeah. So interesting. That's so cool. I'm looking Definitely. at your website right now, and it's, I can see the merch. Is it the T-shirt at the fork? or? Yeah, it's the hoodies. Oh, okay. Definitely. Things. Yeah. So that's also on the website. I have all my quotes that I post on uh, Instagram, stuff like that. That's where you find my quotes at, too. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. That's so cool. Definitely. So, yeah, man, I just keep busy outside of living like i still keep in contact with people and stuff like that but as for the stream aspect i think i'm pretty much done with that so mm-hmm. you know with the uh, streaming I, I really got stressed from it to be honest like uh you Why? know you have to be, well you kind of had to reach a lot of goals and uh, i couldn't do that and it's always stressing me out like okay today what am i going to do to support me you know what i mean right able to reach that goal but then I kind of realized, like, okay, why am I stressing so much for this? If it isn't for me, it isn't for me. And I can concentrate on other stuff and aspects of my life as well, you know. And it's it's worked well for me so far. But it was a great experience. You know, it was great meeting new people, especially, you know, through that I met you, so which was amazing. Yep, exactly, met- definitely. But, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really, I don't regret it at all. It was a great experience. I loved meeting the people there, very positive people. Um, yeah, so it was great. But guess wasn't for me. Yeah, because that app it takes up a lot of your time. It and, does. And energy and thoughts really does. Exactly. Then you start losing sense of reality. It's like, oh damn, I've been on this app all day. What is going on here? Yeah. I mean, I can see like a lot of streamers stream for like eight to nine hours, you know, a day. And I'm like, wow, that's just crazy. How do you guys do that? I can't do it, man. No way. Yeah. <laughs> you may get one, two hours. Oh, that's it. That's all you're getting, man. Yeah, that's true. Like two hours for me is max. And I'm like, wow, how do you people like stay eight to nine hours? I mean, okay, let's I mean I get that they want to get the bag, but like, okay, 
I'm not gonna do that. I guess my time isn't that worth. You know what I mean? Like my time is worth more than than that time of the day when I can use that time of the day to concentrate on other things. Right. But you know, I, I respect all the people that do. Maybe it is for them. You know, maybe they enjoy it. Exactly. It's not for everybody, but like I said, it just it just takes up so much of your time, man. And you start forgetting things you have to do outside the app. Exactly. It happens. Definitely. So it's all about balance. You got to have balance. Yeah. So is there anything you'd like to say to the listeners? Like you got anything you want to promote, like your website? You, I know you got the YouTube popping and everything. Mm-hmm. What do you yeah. want to share? Um, uh, just follow me on my Instagram. It's a Levy, L-E-V for eyes underscore 13. Um, and that's about it because my YouTube channel is mostly in Vietnamese. So I'm sure the audience won't be able to understand anything anyways. But, uh, yeah, I'm really mostly content creating on Instagram as well. Follow me on Instagram. And I just want to say to all the audience and listeners that, you know, have something going on in their life and don't know what to do. Um, there's always hope. Just have faith. And it's going to happen for you sooner or later. There you have it, guys. Make sure you all go follow her, man. Run her numbers up, man. Definitely. So I just want to say thank you for coming on to my podcast. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you. I had a great time. I had a good talk. Thank you for inviting me. Of course, of course. Anytime, man. Just catching up with you, making sure everything's good. I'm glad you're happy and you're heading in the right direction in life and all that good stuff. Yeah. Definitely. So you take care of yourself and continue to push forward and stay away from negative things. Mm-hmm. You too. You too, Peanut. All right. You take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.